I checked my calendar and it's Wednesday. And Wednesday means it's comic book day. And comic book day means it's time for U.S. Comics Cast. Welcome back to the greatest podcast in the multiverse, U.S. Comics Cast. I am your host, and I'm joined by King Dingling himself, the man, the myth, the legend, the CEO of U.S. Comics, John Rivera. Ah, yeah. And I am joined, as always, by the COO. The Statler to my Waldorf up in the balcony, Charlie Rivera. See, that's far too accurate. That's the problem is if we grow well, old and gray together, it'll just be us bickering, not towards each other, I, I thought towards I annoying. I thought you things. were referring to the hands up our backsides, manipulating our mouths part. Is that not? Are you? Do you not currently? That's just me? I mean, huh? there's just a, a little mystery to the audio recording, pal. It's... You know, they say you got a face for radio. This is what they're talking about. Yeah, it's because I'm always making, like, faces of ecstasy. Because of the booty hand. <laughs> What's going yeah, on, brother? How's your... open, head back, <laughs> cackle. My, my hands look like they're made of felt most days. So, <laughs> touche. How's your comic book day training, you, man? Well, you know what? It's comic book day. It's also Turkey Eve. So, I mean, you know, it's it's not even so much the splendor of the day. But it's the promise of the day to come. I'm all, I'm all pins and needles. <laughs> you know, I even put aside a nice fat stack of comics so that when I'm curled over, far too full, trying to digest to cram some uh, dessert <laughs> in my gullet, I'm gonna be able to look over all and flip and through. Turkey gravy cramped up. <laughs> it's like you. Know, some people go on like a, a, a Thanksgiving marathon. I do a similar mm. thing with just pack in my fat face. With as much dark meat as I can find. No March of the Wooden Soldiers for Charlie. No Thanksgiving Day Parade. Just a fat stack of comics. Make sure you put on gloves so you don't grease up the covers and uh, you know devalue those guys. <laughs> Come on, I'm a professional, man. You know, you know it's only beat up copies, and I'll I'll reread some stuff. It'll be nice. It'll be they'll be protected. I know I know the uh, the importance of the modern day uh, literature. Right, I trust you. I- I trust you. <laughs> uh, I almost asked you what your plans were, but I'm going to see you on Thanksgiving because we're <laughs> literally related. It's not like it's not yeah. a figure of speech when I call you brother. Can't get away from it. <laughs> so what goes on, man? I, I know you told me when when we were kind of figuring out uh, the recording schedule and I reached out to you. You reached out to me. You said you got it this week. You said there was something you wanted to talk about. Oh, yeah. Man, I I am coming to the table hot. I am hot. I am heated. I am visibly shaking and upset. And, um, you know, it it actually has to do with a topic that we touched on probably a little bit too briefly in the last episode. Uh, And it does have to do with the loss of an unmitigated, undeniable legend of the industry, uh, Mr. Stan Lee. Uh, as as we all know, we uh, we lost this uh, this epic uh, writer creator, uh, just a just an overall awesome human being. Um, we lost, and, and obviously that had its own ramifications, and and there were a lot of feelings there, and uh, they were all valid. Yeah, even a little bit of sniping on social media. Some people didn't like the way that he was uh, that he was mourned. I, I guess it was a little too self serving for some i won't even go into that and you know those names need not be mentioned here um because they they were involved in some of the worst movies ever made um but uh but no no what what has me so heated charlie is bill maher and and i and i know that's probably a sentence that's been said more than most in the in the american pantheon of uh you know personalities and whatnot but um this unmitigated douchebag uh has the audacity to use the loss of mr stan uh mount rushmore of comics lee to make this 
these snide, offhanded uh, uh, remarks, like making commentary um, about comic bookdom in general. He has the audacity to infer that, you know, in, a, in an America where people think that comic books are important, that they have that, that audacity, that, uh, you know, that's the America that Trump was elected in. And, you know, I mean, regardless of people's political affiliations or beliefs, I mean, clearly this this person uh, made these comments inferring that it's a negative, you know. Um, I mean, just just, you know, I think it was something like six days, less than a week after the death of this legend, um, Bill Maher, the, the, the comedian turned political pundit uh, who has made his living, uh, you know, kind of being politically incorrect while, uh, you know, while, while, while railing against other people's political incorrectness. I'm not sure exactly how that works, but. You know, he, he put out this 300-word uh, pile of garbage and just took shot after shot after shot after not just our boy, uh, the creator, but in the entire industry. And, um, you know, you, it cannot have gone past you unnoticed. Yeah, I, you know, it's it was one of those things that... Social media is... is of course a uh, a hit or miss thing it is something that that i will fully admit i'm a i'm addicted to i'm one of those people i can't really go a day without checking facebook or or instagram but believe it or not i was self-aware enough to when i saw the headline i said I, i'm gonna get back to this so i oh really all i really do you know what it was is is to to refresh people's kind of memory somewhat on what we talked about last week was I was like really touched and I was really moved by 95% of what I read regarding Stan Lee. And there was an, a, a pretty aggressive 5% um, of people kind of trying to trying to diminish his, his legacy. Um, Trolls. Yeah. And and. After we were able to record it and had such a good conversation about what he means to uh, to to all industry at this point, he's affected television, mm -hmm. he's affected radio, right, he's a, right. he's affected it all. Um, I, I mean, and pop culture. Yeah, really. it, you know, it, I was it, on such. He goes above and beyond the the four page funny book. Yeah, he kind of became a a, a, a you know before his un. Before his, I almost said untimely passing because I feel like if he lived to one fifty, I would feel a little bit robbed. Yeah, still, um, yeah. not enough. <laughs> it never, not never enough. enough for a talent like that, especially. But uh, I was on such a high after our conversation last week. The last thing I wanted to do was was have have Bill Maher uh, taint it. Now the headline left a few things unclear for me. Was it on his show, or was it on his no, website? No, no. Um Basically, uh, and again, to get into particulars, he had posted a, a short editorial on his uh, his own website, um, and and basically, um, so the title of the the blog, I guess you would call it, was adulting, right? So so right away, you know, again, you can kind of you can kind of feel the <laughs> passive aggressive uh, storm, you know, coming. So one of his, his exact quote. For anyone who who is who doesn't remember or like you kind of um, you know caught it sideways, he says uh, the guy who created Spider-Man and the Hulk has died, and America is in mourning, deep deep mourning for a man who inspired millions to I don't know watch a movie I guess. Now I have nothing against comic books. I read them now and then when I was a kid. He has to make a point. And I was all out of Hardy Boys because you know he's so fucking sophisticated that yeah you know, what, a, what, a, what, a, what a what a what a fancy above, above comic. what a fancy man what a schmuck um, but I but but the assumption everyone had back then which must have been about hundred years ago because I'm old fuck <laughs> uh, both the adults and the kids was that comics were for kids and when you grew up you moved on to big boy toys without a uh, big boy books without the pictures. Um, so, so he just kind of goes on and on, um, you know, it, it kind of, uh, uh, not, not even just inferring flat out saying that, 
you know, we're supposed to read at a certain age sophisticated literature. We're using our smarts on stupid stuff, he says. Um, and then this is the part that really was like a kick to the schwats for me. He goes, uh, I don't think it's a huge stretch to suggest that Donald Trump could only get elected in a country that thinks comic books are important. And I just want to retort in my in my, uh, you know, my most elevated, lofty opinion. Fuck you, dude. Like, fuck you sideways. What a piece of shit. Not even for the fact that I that I that I that I couldn't disagree with him more. Because unlike him, clearly, he's just uneducated. There's a big, big difference between uh, stupid and ignorant. Now, to me, I don't really care who says it or how they even say it uh, or who they are. Somebody who says, just patently, comic books are for kids. No, dude, tricks are for kids. Comic books, you clearly just must not know, have evolved like a lot of other... Uh, things uh, they, they they have involved they're not what they were originally in the 40s but you know what that distinction that comes from ignorance if nobody has taken the time because he's so fucking unlikable to put an awesome comic that's good reading in his hand then you know what he probably would go on with that uh, with that old-fashioned uh, um, uh, completely off uh, idea that all comic books are for kids. Now, I really take umbrage with this. Again, he's 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 not stupid. He's 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 ignorant to that fact. I'm I'm for the record. I'm like dumbfounded by all by all of it. So please proceed. Don't take my silence any other way than I'm. Mm-hmm. I'm shocked someone yeah, can show it's such it's such it's little shocking. tact. Uh, even this fucking idiot. I know, and and you know what? And here's my here's my larger point. Um, what's really uh, insulting is the fact that not only uh, not only that he's so uh, you know galactically wrong about the subject matter, it's the fact that he used the passing of this man. Not even a week had gone by. You know, Stan Stan wasn't even cold. He was still throwing up, you know, spider shooters for anybody that walked, you know, that came through yeah. the lake. Um, less than a week, he's he's using the passing of this icon, and I guess he was I guess he was irritated because people had such strong feelings for his loss. He uses that, uh, you know, the, this this garbage platform. To, to take a shot at an industry and then to make a, a, a you know a, a barely a, a barely literate connection politically to topics that he talks about on a regular basis look I'm not going to go into the fact that he has political commentary constantly and he's a comedian I'm not one of those people that think hey you know if you do one thing then that's the only thing that you should talk about or do you're not going to get that from me that's not what I'm saying but what I am what I am saying is, don't be a scumbag and use the 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 passing of some some. I don't care who you are. It could have been Joe Schmo on the street, um, or somebody like somebody like Stan Lee, who is just an you know he's he's as as big as you can get in the industry. Don't use his passing away. Uh, uh, as as your as your fucking megaphone to to make a dick comment. If you want to make a dick comment like that about that point, make it. You know, take it to the take it to a um, you know, take it to the to your platform seating on your show where there are other voices. But here he was just trolling. I mean, you want to talk about trolls? In this sense, he is the king of the trolls of Stan Lee's passing. That's his new official fucking title. Because that is such a scumbag move to use Mr. Lee's passing to make dickhead commentary. Never mind the fact that it's wrong. Just about your timing, bro. Come on. Be, be, you, you know, you, be a human you, I being. Just, I, I just... I, I, and, and listen. Here's, here's uh, an uncomfortable fact that I live by. Blank it, love it, hate it, whatever. Do with it what you will. If someone is a douchebag, I I do think common decency and etiquette can kick rocks. Uh, 
when Kim Jong-il died, anyone who made fun of his stubby fat ass, I, I'm fine with it. Okay. Stan Lee was, by all accounts, in 2018 still, by all accounts, the worst thing people were able to say about him was he got too much credit for stuff. That's... That's the worst you could say of him. I mean, even that, it's not his fucking fault. You know what I mean? No, I, no, I don't nobody disagree. Nobody a fly on the wall and they can say, you know, like what, what percentage of, of a particular character's either look or backstory. I mean, look, he, he, a good example is, is, you know, the two of us. So as we've introduced our characters, almost all of them to, to, a, to a man and woman are credited as created by John and Charlie Rivera. Now, those characters, if you put them side by side and you rewound the tape, you know, uh, the tape of our lives, so to speak, you know, you're not going to go ahead and say, well, well, 62% of this character was John and the balance, you know, or, or, you know, 70% of this character was Charlie and John contributed X, Y, and Z. No, when you're in a partnership situation, and I understand that they, they weren't partners per se, the way that you and I are, that they just happen to work for the same um, publishing company. But, the, you know, they were in the room. They, they shaped the fucking characters. I mean, who gets credit for Superman? Siegel and Schuster. It's not 60% Sch- you know, Siegel, 40% yeah. Schuster. It doesn't fucking work that way. But so, even, yeah, you're but right. Even, to say, to yeah. say that that's the only thing that anybody can remotely take a shot at, like, that means that, you know, you did life right. Exactly. By by all accounts, in every other way. That no one, uh, a good friend of mine uh, took a picture with Stan Lee. Mm. He, the way he, he spoke about it, uh-huh. uh, as uh, as overdramatic as this sounds, I'm I'm gonna tell what my report is. Okay. He 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 came out of that experience the way a lot of people do when they meet the Pope. <laughs> he, Wait a minute, his, you your your quote unquote friend wasn't that chunky guy in the Wolverine costume, was he? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? His expression was arguably more hilarious. Oh um, no. And and you know again it's it's Stan Lee means a lot of things to a lot of people but my buddy is is a Marvel zombie through and through mm-hmm. they can do no wrong the 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 industry um, the industry was Stan Lee's characters to him so I saw the simplest interaction it was a paid photo he paid for a photo with Stan Lee sure they rushed him he said three and a half words I think it was uh, you know thank you Stan Lee for everything. Stanley said, of course. Like, like the response wasn't like, well, it's fans. Like, no, his, his response was like, oh, thank you so much. I'm glad you love them, too. They took the photo, and he pimped after a handshake. Right, which is amazing. You, uh, it's, it's amazing, and it's as low-level amazing as you can get. It's not like he got a fucking hug. It's not like Stanley drew him a picture. You know, huh. it was this, this beautiful little interaction that... A billion people had with Stanley. He cupped his left buttock. It was awful. <laughs> but so you 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 take a, a shitty person and you you make a mockery of them uh, after their death. I may not raise an eyebrow. Uh-huh. To take a great person, you yeah. are just trying to get over being a dick. Right, and I'm right, right. so exhausted with the it's cool to to shit on the thing people like. I'm mm-hmm. bored with it. Oh, um, yeah, ev- yeah, man. Every episode of this show, I always call myself out on it. When it comes across that way, I bring up the fact that I, I have such an affinity for Daredevil and Superman and Nightwing. Sure, and sure. And everything. I, we, we make it a point that, that if whatever we do to on always gets a counterweight, either in that episode or... Or in general, we're yeah. working on a on a comic because we fucking love comics. Right. So right. I'm so exhausted of people who are just taking a piss. Yeah, I yeah. do it with my friends in the privacy of the shit I do with my friends. Yeah, but you're we, doing we, it mostly for effect. And yeah, believe me, as a as a as a self titled <laughs> Charlie apologist, I'm explaining that to many people quite often. <laughs> I'm like, no, he's. He's kind of you're like the wrestler 
that never that never drops his character. You're just like, <laughs> well, you know what? We you. all get through our social anxiety in our own way. <laughs> but, but Bill Maher is the same guy who refuses to get married because he. You want to talk about Arrested Development, Bill Maher? Let's start with the fact that you you dress like a tween. <laughs> Your girlfriend looks like she's in junior high, which no. I partially support because apparently she's <laughs> of legal age. So I can't I can't hold too much against. But you want to talk about uh, immaturity? That's the first part. Sure. Is how dare you jump up on a box uh, when just... I can Google images? I can I can Google pictures of you, asshole. Nice <laughs> board shorts at the beach. I'm yeah. no bastion of fashion. But I'm also not a rich TV personality who's right. shitting on other people. Right. Well, well, here's and 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 here's the thing, Charlie. And this is the this is the the grind my gears portion. Um, how many times are they going to trot out, especially in this world that's supposed to be all inclusive? I mean, and and rightfully so. Don't get me wrong. I'm I'm not I'm not taking a piss on on any of the inclusivity and and second uh second time around thinking that has gone on gone on to so many subjects um in our society but i mean the the assertion that comics are just for kids it's it's a fucking stigma that that you know that people who read comics that people who write comics that people who draw comics that the, it seems like um that that entire group of people they've been Trying to shed that that um, that that nonsense. I mean, really. Again, I, I said it before. It's it's really been part of you know since the forties. You know, look again at, at the time when when they first came out. For sure, un, undeniably, comics were generally written and you know and and kind of um, you know put up for 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 kids for teens. Um, you know, but, but the, the thing about it and, and a, a very good, you know, I, I, I became like, um, angry Kermit at the keyboard type <laughs> at the end of the, the gift. Um, you know, and I started reading uh, a lot of, uh, opinions that, that happened to uh, echo my own. And I, you know, they were writing, um, you know, that, uh, you know, comic books were, were sent in care packages to, 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 to American soldiers serving in world world war two you know so you know and it, it's across the board it's it's media uh in general um simplistic tales good versus evil very simple black versus white you know that that was the the you know that was the tome of the day you know that's that's just what people want to see i mean i know i know lots of people uh who shall rename remain nameless you know, if they're watching a, an award-winning movie with, you know, with epic-level actors and, and wonderful writing, if the bad guy doesn't get it at the end, they're like, boo, throw popcorn, st- you know, throw their shoes and, and stomp out. Yeah. And you're like, are you are you kidding me right now? Do you really want to sit down and, and already kind of know there's there's no uh, emotional payoff and, and you, you already kind of want, you know, it's like, um, uh, you know, it's like people who, who, uh, if they see a Titanic movie, they want to see the ship sink, you know, because like, no, <laughs> the ship sinks. That's fucking how it works. It, I, I don't get it. I, I really don't get it. And interestingly enough, it really was Stanley and, and Stanley's um, kind of uh, leading that parade of the writers that came along in the early 60s. And, you know, all those collaborators, a lot of uh, I think the reason why a lot of Marvelites or Marvel zombies, as you call them. Um, you know, are that way is because those stories were immediately more sophisticated. They weren't just simply black hat versus white hat. White hat wins in the end. You know, he was introducing iconic characters, one after the other after the other, and they they flew in. You know, they flew in the face of convention. They deal with they dealt with you know real world. Problems. You could look at, uh, you know, you could look at the headlines of the newspapers at the time, uh, and and see the same thing that was going on in the pages of Spider Man or X Men. I mean, that's you know a, a more perfect analogy for the the civil rights movement in the United States. You could not find 
uh, a better one than than the X-Men. And you know what? If it was younger readers that were at the time kind of absorbing that, that produced a generation of, of people who who they knew better. You know, they, they knew better than this old-fashioned thinking that, that doomed, you know, I think an entire generation to racism, to homophobia, to sexism. You know, it's like, it's a powerful mechanism. And for somebody like Bill Maher, who's supposedly uh, an educated, higher level thinker, to not see that, again, you know, rant over it, it blows my mind. Well, again, I, I, I can't help but, but dissect these things because it's, it's so obvious one of two things happened. One, he was just trying to say uh, uh, an Opian Anthony level, I'm going to say something shitty to garner a reaction sure, thing. Sure. The difference is uh, Opian Anthony, uh, J- Jim Norton, any of these comedians that have that sensibility, that's what you're paying for. Bill Maher's pro wrestling gimmick is that he's an intellectual. I'm so fucking smart. How does anyone not see this? You have to. Sure. That's his whole. Everything he's ever fucking said. I mean, you at, can at put, best, he's probably a manager. But yeah, yeah I get you. I get you. Yeah. Well, I would love the idea of just some some b- b- wonderful baby face to just super kick him right in the mush. Uh, uh. I, I just I, I just Googled Bill Maher likes because I was curious if there was anything. This Uh unoriginal piece of shit has in his favorite books, he wrote an article for um, theweek.com. So I don't know how old this is. I'm sorry, it's Uh 2008. Amongst his favorite books, this unoriginal pile of trash chose Don Quixote and Moby Dick. No shit, asshole. Hmm. No, No shit. That, oh, I mean, not that oh, Bill! Ma- not that he found he found these with Don he found Coyote these two books Dick. no one's ever heard of. Well, well, no, those that, are two staples not, of American literature. Not that not that there's anything wrong. With, I mean, those are absolute classics. But to say, oh, my favorite books, the uh, if if you can download them for free on on iTunes, you know what, bro? Like you can you can go a little bit a little bit deeper. And and you know what's funny too is like I I was thinking, okay, well. If 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 this was Bizarro World and Bill Maher was my friend, and again political leanings notwithstanding, um, if if I cared about this guy as a human being, and I was afraid that he was gonna one day you know uh, you know move on and and not have read certain things, um, especially if I you know especially if I saw his favorite books uh, you know list, um, you know nobody took the time to hand this guy anything by Alan Moore. You know, nobody gave him Watchmen. He, he would nobody, eat that Nobody shit gave up. him Neil Gaiman's Sandman. You know, nobody gave him Frank Miller's The Dark Knight Returns. He just doesn't know. And and that's the, that I mean, that level of ignorance, uh, you know, paired with the, that level of, uh, of arrogance, I mean, that is a recipe for disaster. I just can't stand, I can't stand this idea of someone just completely dismissing it the easiest way possible mm-hmm. it's oh, yeah, so yeah. it's 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 oh, exhausting it's like making a how dick fucking comment. boring that take is yeah it's like making a dick comment on social media and disabling the comments section knowing that you know that there's going to be hot fire coming your way and you're like yeah. this i'm just putting this out there now suck on it you know what a fucking douche it's 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 just absolute cowardice. Did you happen to see um, Stanley's team's response? Oh yeah. Oh absolutely. That that was it's actually goddamn a, genius. It was almost an immediate uh, reaction, and it was uh, it was beautiful. It's I, I'm I'm just reading through it now. I just I just couldn't love this uh this just this part here. Everyone should look it out. It's the it's on the real the, the last two paragraphs um, are just kind of wonderful. These are but a few of the things we, f- we the fans of Stan Lee, also consider adulting because life, both as a child and grown-up, can indeed be a struggle. 
Stan is the author of millions of happy childhood memories and the provider of so many of the positive tools of adulthood. Our shock of your comments makes us want to say enough said, Bill, but instead we'll rely on another of Stan Lee's lessons to remind you that you have a powerful platform. So please remember, with great power must also come great responsibility. Preach, man. Preach. It was so... It was so... And, and you know, again, as someone who, you know, as soon as I caught wind of this, the, the profanity was flying around like, you know, like Superman. Um, you know, the fact that they were able to be so reserved and kind of take the high road, it really speaks to Stan Lee's legacy that, that that's, this is his team. These are the people who, you know, in, in his passing represent him and speak from now that he can't. Um, yeah, that what a, what a perfectly worded reaction i mean if you it, it, it doesn't it doesn't take it doesn't take much research at all and this guy has a team behind him mm -hmm. that if he wanted to he could at least and, and obviously he has a, a a slant and obviously he has a mission statement in his head at least but even just this year Superman had uh, an amazing story arc, I want to say in the pages of Action Comics, where they simply went on a road trip. The point of the story was Superman loves America despite the reasons you might have not to love it. Yeah, nice. It's this beautiful arc. I, I don't have the, the, the issues in front of me. I couldn't even swear it was action and not Superman proper. Uh -huh. But it was beautiful storytelling sure, over sure. over two issues. In well, between, yeah. you know, the chaos of comic book, this beautiful, yeah. quiet the, story right, right. The explosions that spoke and volumes. The, yeah, right, exactly. The country's being taken off the map and the, you know, the, the earth being threatened every two minutes. Sometimes uh, stories like that that are kind of low-key and literally down to earth, um, you know, they, they, they really do strike a chord. But but you, you know what, the other thing, Charlie, and before, I, I don't want to lose my thought, I don't want to lose my heat, Um the thing that that really got to me was, and and again, um, clearly it was a negative connotation. I don't want to get uh, political because this is not the time or the place, and and especially you and I tend to agree on most things political. But the the inference that um, that Trump's election was helped because of you know be, because comic book readers per se. Um, you know, are the ones that 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 put him there, like the, that mentality. You know, his his idea of what the mentality is. Again, it just speaks to his 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 ignorance. I mean, he's it, it goes above just being a um, a contrarian. You know, which is you know what you can accuse him of that politically, um, professionally. He, you know, if somebody is a, a professional contrarian, then yeah, like you said, they're just doing it for effect. They may or may not believe it. They just want to get, you know, they just want to uh, generate heat. They just want to generate it, uh, uh, you know. But, but you know, you and I, again, uh, we're in complete agreement. We're both big Superman guys, right? Now, he's literally the first superhero, first, first comic book, first underwear on the outside type of guy. Here's an illegal alien who <laughs> he exposes the truth. He fights corruption and evil. Um, he's he's not just an illegal alien. He is a journalist. How can any of that be more anti-Trump? <laughs> like, what the fuck are you talking about, Bill Maher? You I mean, you, you you use his you use Trump's name seventy-two times per episode on your shitty show. How the fuck can you make that connection? What are you talking about? I also and and completely unsolicited. Don't feel any pressure. Name two of the biggest villains of all time that are human. Two what do you mean? just in, any in pop company, culture, just or or in what's comic that? book them. In comic book specifically. Uh, all right, I, I'll I'll give you Lex Luthor and the Joker. Fucking Lex Luthor <laughs> is Fizz Trump. Yeah, and yeah. he's even King been president. Ken, I mean. Yeah, I mean, he's I, been plenty, president, John. I've seen plenty of memes where, um, where the the Infinity Gauntlet ended up in in DC. But yeah, like 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 I was saying, Charles, I, I'm not trying to to redirect, but I am. 
unreal. I, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to get overtly political. That's that's not my intent. I just I mean, he could have used anybody. He could have said something like, uh, "Oh, that's the reason why Chevy's return policy is what it is because of comic books." It just clearly was a negative connotation. That's that's my overall point. And uh, you know, I'm he, like, the, fuck, the, fuck the, you, Bill Maher. The, so my question to you is this: because <laughs> of this guy, we we can you know I I can kind of wax angry about about the uh, the commentary for the full hour and then some. But my question to you is this: my my hypothetical. And I'm putting you on the spot a bit. If you are Bill Maher's friend, and he says this to you in passing, you guys are headed to go see, uh, I don't know, headed to movie to the movieplex, gonna share for share a tub of lightly buttered and uh, you know a, a large uh, diet because it's only a quarter more. Um, <laughs> and he says some stupid shit like that just to you, and you shake your head and you're like, dude, have you ever read blank? What? What comics, plural, um, one at a time, we'll go, we'll go back and forth. What comics would you put in douchebag, I mean, Bill Maher's hand to <laughs> right the ship, to, to adjust, to, to attitude adjust him so that he's on the right side of history? I mean, the easiest one, the one that I feel is, this is me answering Don Quixote is one of the greatest books of all time. I mean, um, yeah, but, what, what would you give him? What are you lending him out of your library to change his fucking mind? The the first book I hand him is Watchmen. Okay. It's 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 the it's the most obvious answer. Um No no not necessarily. Kinda, people are people are, are you know, people have, have uh you know uh, different lists, so to speak. So yeah, tell me why. Uh one, I, I think universally that book is praised as one of the great one of the great bits of literature um it's a it's a story that has a ton of of political talk in it it obviously has a a leftist mentality that it is a it is aggressive about you i mean, feel like in, in a lot of, of people like, like uh, bill the, the, the in terms of like uh big brother and um you know, kind yeah, of the, even the, the way the news of, is presented. Okay. okay, is is very and uh, I think, I think as great of a character as he is, uh, I think a lot of a lot of people who want to be intellectuals really fall in love with Rorschach. Okay, um, and identify himself that way. It's then huh. oh, I, you know, I think it's something that. That uh, as much as again, I think the character is phenomenal. I sure. think there's a billion reasons to love Rorschach. Sure, I also sure. think people pretending to be cool and smart also love Rorschach because <laughs> they're like, no, I get it. I'm like a Rorschach. We're supposed to like. It's like him, saying right? you're a no, fucking Phoebe of your group. And you know what? You you, you raise an interesting um, point. You know, going kind of delving into the pages of it because. Um, much like and, and again you know we we go back and forth a little bit on the marvel movies but i think no one can <laughs> at least no one can can honestly uh, out loud you know but to themselves they have to admit that you know thanos kind of had a little bit of a point <laughs> osmandy yeah. kind of has a point i mean his thinking he, he's it's a complex story the smartest human being you know, uh, uh, considering that Doctor Manhattan is is not is now more than human, Osmandy's like the smartest motherfucker out there. His logic is sound. His morals are suspect. Spoiler alert. You know that <laughs> <laughs> you can't take that away from you know the the giant not the giant the giant, uh, uh, giant starfish notwithstanding. Um, you you can't really argue argue his logic. It's a it's a smart thinking book. It, it's it's a it's really hard i think it is it is really hard to read that book and be like comic books are for fucking kids i mean that's it, one of the on. it yeah. is such Never a never mind the gratuitous book. violence nudity and blood give me a break yeah it really is like oh this this is a comic book right um so that's i i think that is um that's a good it's one. an easy place to start it's a good start uh, when he when he googles that trying to argue that it actually sucks i think he'll find there is no one um with really any sort of knowledge on storytelling um yeah. that can that can look at watchmen I mean, and, and give yeah, it a thumbs it's down a, 
I, I, I show me the person who started reading Watchmen and stopped. It's a, it's a page turner. So, so that's a good one. Uh, what I'm handing him, book number one, and this might su- nah, might surprise you just more so because, um, I wouldn't list it. You know, I wouldn't put it on my on my personal list. It's not like what I tuck myself into bed at night with. But I would hand him fucking why the last man. Ooh, um, that's a good fucking point. You know what it is? And I would do it for, uh, you know, for a few different reasons. But the fact is, yeah, the the premise is uh, it's so not white hat, black hat type, you know, type of traditional, um, you know, kind of stereotypical comic book fare. And the fact that it's got such a huge, uh, it's a it's such a huge world, and and the plot, you know, good luck if if I don't care who you are, if you're uh, you know if, if you're on the the um, you know Miss Cleo's uh, psychic hotline, you do <laughs> not know where that plot is going. I'm sorry if you say, oh yeah, I knew how that was going. You're a, I'm calling you out. You are a farking liar, man. There's no way. Uh, but you know what I mean, and and also I think a lot of that has to do with that, much like Watchmen, that that they were written with a very clearly defined beginning and end in mind. So that means that story arc wise, and I think why, you know, you and I we talk in terms of for the ongoing series, this arc or that arc was particularly good or forgettable. Um, that's this is almost like an arc where there were no comics before or after. But I mean, yeah. you know, it, it's like what? It's like 70 something issues or something like that. It's funny, it's heart wrenching, it's suspenseful. You don't know where it's going. And, um, you know, and, and when you close the book, you're like, you're just like silently nodding your head up and down. You're like, yep, nope, I get it. I, I, I get the, the point that you were trying to make. And, um, and I really think that comic books, that's what it, it was just another delivery system for this moral these moral teachings you know in the past it was verbal then it then it went to cave drawings and then you know and then then you follow it down the timeline and there's all these different variations comic books are just a a, a colorful paper sometimes digital a version of exactly (laughs) that so all right so outstanding so so right now we got dumb dumb uh watchmen and we got we got why the last man form what else hit me with another with another if we're, uh, brain if, if we're dragging this idiot through stores or dropping these these books off in front of them um at after after watchmen after why the last man um a book that i have i've never really had to argue with people but um i i hate the fact that it usually appears on the lower uh half of a top 10 list um but uh i, I got to bring in I got to bring in Frank Miller um, and David Masicelli, I think is how you pronounce the last name. Mm -hmm. But uh, 1986 is Born Again, Daredevil storyline. Arguably the best Daredevil story ever told. Um, A a lot of people would probably argue for for Dark Knight Returns. I think think Born Again um, is a better story. I think it's better constructed. I think it's better told. I mean, there's um, no denying that that Dark Knight Returns is like is oh, all time classic. But no, I, I hear what you're saying. You know, again, you, you only you only have a couple of shots to convert a numbskull like this. I hear you. That's your that's your shot. I I think I think uh, I think Born Again is far more digestible than than Dark Knight. Um, I think it's a classic superhero type story kingpin outs him it has still this intrigue of what are the the kind of societal ramifications i mean Um, daredevil is your prototypical tragic hero and this is as tragic as it gets i mean superheroes have lost have lost people you know right and left in in their lives but i mean you know this is this is this is (laughs) arguably again it's it's one of the best yeah and Again, if you if you can stop halfway through Born Again, I have I have questions about your attention span and and I question huh. your intelligence. I, I really think I would have to. No, that that's a that's a dynamite fucking 
that's a dynamite pull. The, the, the only <laughs> the only danger is you you don't really want to lend that one out for fear that you might not get it back. <laughs> I have extras of the graphic. Don't worry. Oh, do you? That's nice. Good for, good for you, brother. I think I've um, lost two, and one person just <laughs> bought it off of me because they were like, "I need this in my life." <laughs> you you've got the um you've got the the loner and the and the d do not touch even in case of emergency. I buy born again the way that other people buy like cases of coke. I'm like I did, I needed twelve. <laughs> nice. All right. Well then then I will follow that up. Kind of um you know uh, keeping in in the vein of um of uh, damn did that just really happen? Um. I, I'm gonna give him, you know, our our, our boy in the trench coat. Trench coat. I'm gonna give them Hellblazer, and um, oh. you, you know what? It, it, it's 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 dark. It's you know, it's it's like dark and sophisticated in the way that I feel like the DC cinematic cinematic universe desperately wanted to be. Um, but but it doesn't. But but unlike unlike the DC cinematic universe. It's great storytelling, you know. It's yeah. well, it's well thought out, and um, you super know, super charming in a weird way. Ah, uh, you know, the, there are there are horror elements. You know, the, the Constantine uh, as as a character, he's like that that roguish, rakish. You know, uh, you know, it's the reason why why um, you know, I always pull for guys like Han Solo. You know, in in those particular worlds. You know, I'm like, ah, oh, come on. This is like, he could be anybody, but really. Yeah. The fact that he's able to do these miraculous things, um, you know, are, are, are just, you know, are what make reading the, the damn book worth it. But, um, you know, the, the, the original sins and, and dangerous habits, I mean, um, you know, and actually, if I'm not mistaken... Was the 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 film the the Kanunu loosely adapted from Dangerous Habits <laughs> from that arc? Yes. Yes. Nice. Yes. And yeah, uh, and, and, and that's you the know. right way to do it. By the way, if any if any cinematic makers are out there, just pick a particular arc that's loved and 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 you know and held up to a <laughs> to a high level. There's a reason for it. Those stories are awesome. Don't just come up with some random shit sitting around the table with twenty two you know, 22 writers and say, yeah, this is what we'll do. Um, but that's a, yeah, and that's try a your best note. not to cherry pick four yeah, exactly. arcs and mash them together. Just, just, they just were four. Just arc. fucking do four. Have hey, the first that, one be good. On. I'll let you do three more. <laughs> All right. So, so it, it, with, with that policy, give me a third, hit me up. Uh, number three, I'm going to stay in the, the mentality cause I really do love your picks and I'm, and I'm kind of using your, I'm using your picks to kind of, direct me towards mine so i'm i'm gonna shove down this fucking idiot's throat um the most superhero -y, uh of them all i want to go super bright color primary colors uh i'm gonna throw out all-star superman grant nice. morrison frank quitley it's you want to talk about you know at the end of the day it's a superman story uh the, their goal with that was clearly to make um a prime example of a Superman story, and they mm -hmm. and they succeeded in every way. Oh, they uh, did it the right way, man. That's it's, the it's, most Supermanist Superman story ever. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's beautiful. It's heart wrenching. Uh, it talks about you know Superman facing down his own mortality. Um, you look at the way that that story is structured. It is. It is brill. It is brilliant. Um, I, I mean, I love that story so much. The dignity that Superman shows in that in that book. Um, you know, I, I I'd have to compare it to the same sort of Stan Lee type dignity that he always seemed to to, to show mm -hmm. to kind of oh, tie yeah. it. Um, Absolutely, it was gorgeous. I, I I love that book so much. You talk about a story of a godlike character, um, everything about it. And again, you you look at the artwork in that in that book, and it's uh, it's a it's amongst some of the greatest comic book art uh, of all time. No, yeah, I I agree with you. That's a dynamite pull. 
Um, I'm kind of annoyed that it didn't come to my mind. Um, but you know, <laughs> I what? thought it was I, got, I thought I, it was on your handwritten list. I would have felt bad. <laughs> it's sitting right next to me. Well, well, no, and again, I mean, there are the classic, oh, top five comics of all time list. I mean, there there are, you know, we, we are list makers by nature. <laughs> um, and and you know, and there's a difference. Uh, there's a difference between pure enjoyment type fare. Uh, versus like, oh my, this is like really, really high quality. I mean, there, you know, there's, you know, there's fast food meals, which are, which are darn tasty and, and it can be very satisfying. And there are, there is fine, exquisite dining where like, it's the whole experience is the music playing in the background. It's the company that you're keeping. It's, you know, it's the China, it's the, you know, it's, it's, it's the wine. It's, it's really all inclusive. And, um, you know, and, and th- those are really, I think, the books that we're uh, putting into Dum Dum's hands, um, you know, um, and, and there's there's a big difference because, you know, if we wanted to go through lists, um, th- there are there are plenty of examples that, you know, that they're somewhere between the fine dining, you know, Chez Ami experience and the, you know, and the Mick meal that you have in the in the car, 50, you know, five minutes before you need to start your shift or walk into a movie or, or something like that. Um, but these, you know, the, these are, these are the high, these are the high watermarks, so to speak. These are the Crystal China books. Um, so, so my, my last pick, which would be the first book that I put in his hand, um, would, would be Mouse. Oh, and um, wow, if that's anybody, a good book. I mean, if anybody, uh, even thinking of listening to this podcast, <laughs> if they have not fully read and committed to memory every page of this book, um, I, I, honestly, it's it's really grown to beyond comic book dumb level. Uh, I mean, there there are college courses that are that are taught just this book for for Christ's sake. So, um, you know, it's it's it it really really uh, to me. Somebody makes the idiotic comments like this hooplehead uh, made. <laughs> I would I would you know if nothing else I I wouldn't hand them like a how fucking dare you I'll see you outside in the parking lot message, which would be my first inclination. The first thing that I would do would would hand them mouse. And again, for for anybody who is unfamiliar, it's straight up a Holocaust comic book. Um, the, it, and it's not you know Schindler's List, the animated edition or anything like that. Um, it's mouse spelled M A U S, but they 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 fill the roles of the persecuted Jews literally by animated mice. Um, and uh, you know all the characters are are animals. So it's, again, the the Jews, the the Jewish characters, they're portrayed as mice. The Germans are cats. Um, you know, uh, uh, I think there's like pigs and Americans are dogs, which I have no problem with. <laughs> if I <laughs> have the greatest brothers, compliment we could ever receive, <laughs> I'm like, thank you very much. Um, so again, they used they much like Animal Farm actually, um, who, uh, the, which I'm sure is available. Uh, um, no, uh, you know, uh, no, no rights reserved for for Mr. Mar to download free. Also, he can he can claim yeah. that as one of his favorites. Um, but every every character choice, it's it's all you know, it's all carefully, meticulously put together. Um, and 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 obviously, again, it's you know, the art is absolutely gorgeous. It's not the most. Um, I'm, I'm not going to say it's not the most sophisticated art because that's not true. It is very, very sophisticated, but it's cartoony, I guess, if you were just looking at it um, on, on the surface, if you just look at the panel or something like that. But the fact that, that it's exactly that versus the topic, the subject matter, the story that, that, it's, uh, that it's telling, and it's a very specific story, you know, whenever I get into something particularly... I love doing my, you know, I, I love doing the, the Indiana Jones, uh, you know, uh, academic research, uh, so to speak. So, I mean, this was, was actually um, the, based on the life of, of Spiegelman, uh, the, the writer and artist, Art Spiegelman, his father. This is like his story basically converted. 
um, you know, for this for this piece of art, uh, you know, and, and it's a very, you know, it's, it's the most human story that I've ever seen between two between the front and back cover. Um, it's, a, it's an un, unbelievably heart wrenching depiction. And obviously, you know, in terms of human history, it's very easy to tug at heartstrings. But I mean, this specific story, um, just absolutely unbelievable. So as a, as a comic book. The first one that I'm giving should face. Uh, I mean, and, so, so and this, that, you're talking about it, it's a Pulitzer Prize winning graphic novel. It was the first Pulitzer Prize winning graphic novel. It mm-hmm. It is what, in a lot of ways, it dragged the entire medium up sure, sure. notches. Right, right. This is... even Even Plastic Man got a bump. Because of mouth, <laughs> exactly right. I I mean, also it it's my my favorite is the um, the kind of uh, I I might be using this phrase wrong, but like the sub title because it's it's it, everyone just really calls it mouse, um, uh-huh. but its title is mouse a survivor's tale, my father bleeds history, even oh, that God. it like sends a uh, a right shiver down chest. my spine, yeah. Say it with your chest. Oh God, that hurts. <laughs> and I mean, uh, you know, again, the 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 most common cover. I don't know if it's the original, but the but the cover is so well constructed, and and ah, it just it's impossible not to not to be be moved. What kind and, of a what kind of a monster walks away from that book? Is like, man, fuck comic books. Yeah, and and you know what I think. I, I think the biggest problem with with Bill Maher and, and people like him, because unfortunately in this world, the thing I've learned by no stretch getting political, but the things I've learned over the last few years um, has been no one is, is uh, uh, so uniquely an inv- individual that they're not representing uh, a lot of times a bigger problem. Um, and I'm sure there's a lot of people who are this dismissive and who, you know, could give a fuck less. And that's fine. That's, that's, everyone can choose to not that's care. That's their prerogative. There's yeah, exactly. That's... plenty of shit I don't care about. It's when you start rallying against something, you, you better, you better come armed because I'm not going to be this, this quiet, voice uh, you know again you you made the comment um and in case anyone thought it was just a joke there have been times where john has had to explain me at a <laughs> at a at a party or a get together and it's happily, not from happily. it's it's not from a, a malicious place it's not right. for me trying to be contradictory it's not me even trying necessarily to be to be funny or or satirical it comes from this place of, you know, believe it or not, there was a time where I would bite my lip, and I've seen I've seen bad things come uh, in the in the kind of aftermath of silence. Uh, so I overcompensate. That's that's the sure. the the ugly like, truth listen, of it. I'm not trying to be offensive. I'm just stupid. <laughs> I don't really love that definition. Uh, <laughs> Oh man, so I, I guess I better return this custom T-shirt I had made for you. For <laughs> no, no, I'll I'll keep the T-shirt. Uh, t-shirts are great. I'll just I'll use it as what a pajama did, shirt. What did you think that text message about sizes was for? <laughs> no, but but yeah, you know, and and you know, Charlie, you you make you you make a, a legitimate point. It's it's one thing if somebody is, um, you know, if they're like, look, this is just this is just where I'm at, you know, and and if you don't like it, fuck off. But you know what? This is why I think what I th- what I think. And then there are those people who are just they're they're just for effect. They're facades. They're 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 hollow. And uh, you know, again, I I think it's very interesting because again, and and not 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 picking, um, you not getting politically specific, but in general terms, I think you can say this about him. This is a guy, Bill Maher. Uh, I'm referring to, of course. You know, this is a guy who uh, he has made his, you know, he, his bread is buttered with calling people out about, um, you know, about, about counterproductive, uh, 
you know, uh, shot taking and, and uh, you know, puffing people, puffing themselves up or knocking people down, you know, just for effect. But here's this guy and he's attacking um, a legend's legacy. He's attacking his fans who clearly number in the millions. Um, you know, he is doing everything that he he allegedly speaks against. You know, like his his manifesto, he is flying in the face of, of all that stuff. He's not just uh, 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 pissing people off for effect. He is uh, attacking a man's legacy. He's attacking his millions of fans. He is... He's being precisely what he portends to be against. Stanley undeniably was a, a great man. He was a genius creator. He was a wonderful thinker. He brought joy to millions of people. And in this day and age, when people are legitimately... Um, they, they, they pause a moment to turn on the news or to open up their social media because it's like an instant attitude changer in the negative here's a guy who just put a smile on the on people's face if that's all he ever did if that was his only accomplishment then then he belongs on on mount rushmore of of you know of the world um but the fact that he has done really above and beyond all, all that you know i think uh i think it's really really shitty thing for bill maher to have done but you know what he can probably salvage himself if he reads the comic books that we that we're putting in his basket on Amazon, I think he's good to go. I you you know you're you're seldomly wrong. You're seldomly wrong. I I, I hope he, I hope he really, you know I I don't think he will, but I I hope he looks himself in the mirror, and asks uh, if nothing else was it worth it, because there's a lot of there's in the age of social media we're in. There's a lot of people who uh, affected us. Um, Eddie Guerrero's uh, anniversary of passing recently came and went. Um, there are these these fix, fixtures uh, in people's lives now more than ever. When we can kind of rewind and, and we'll have Stanley's work obviously forever. I mean, hell, the first hundred Love issues it. of Fantastic Four. Some of the, the greatest game-changing books in comic books. Again, elevated the medium. Mm -hmm. But even his cameos, we'll be able to see Stan Lee time and time again, even next summer when the next uh, Avengers yeah, films rolls out. Up. He already filmed his cameo. Um, yeah. the, what, what's worse, like the one thing that I'm not looking forward to is that inevitable black screen, you know, in loving memory of. That's going to... That's gonna be a real kick in the schwats. I'm not looking you forward know, to that. You know, the the only thing that'll that'll bring me a lot of comfort is that one, we all we all kind of know it's coming, and two, it's it's yeah. it's gonna be a a weird, beautiful send off to have that cinematic I, in a weird way. You, I don't even think I can I can properly verbalize it, but um. Yeah. You know again it's it's that it's it's a strange it's a strange era where we're living in where these these people that aren't That's really true. family uh are are they transcend that level of importance and some people would probably look down on that or think it's sad but um I think it's I think it's strangely beautiful. Yeah, and you know, you know what? I have and, a, and for every I have a weird investment in it. For every for every time that you get uh, riled up because of something that's happening in the world, you have people like you know like Stanley's home team who they can eloquently state what you're feeling and they, and they can do it. You know they can take the high route, the high road, the, the highbrow version of you know of eloquently saying what you speaking. Um, culture, uh, culture online, um, uh, the blog, the blog culture, uh, Matt Frady, you know, he, he very eloquently put into words a lot of what I was feeling. So, you know, people like that, they really get all the credit for, you know, for helping us process and, um, you know, kind of, um, condense our feelings to something intelligible. But, um, yeah, buddy, that, that, that's all I got. So. Um, you know, I, 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 well, hope, I hope the listeners you know, his, enjoyed hearing us rail 
and get as offended <laughs> as they probably did uh, as well. But, you know, and the the other thing is if there's any uh, any books on that list, they're not U.S. comics books, but they are they are certified official dope by the, the co-creators of U.S. comics. <laughs> I, I, I'll put that stamp on it myself. Hopefully when uh, hopefully one day uh, these creators who have meant so much to us um, or their their teams or their family, uh, heaven knows I, I already kind of go up to them and, and think what they mean. And that list could be endless. Don't hesitate to reach out to us on any of the social medias. We're at Read US Comics. Uh, if you read those books, and hopefully you did because they're amongst the greatest um, if you if you need a link, if you want to know more, if you want to talk about what comics meant a lot to you, again, sure. please, please, please reach out social media wise. Absolutely. If you have an idea for an episode, please reach out uh, if you want to hear us ramble about something specific. Uh, but when we do finally kind of get that printed, I, I, I hope you know where we're coming from and what our mentality is and these amazing books and so many others informed not only who we are, but informed our writing and in, it will inform our, our narrative structure. And yeah, you know, that, with that, these, that's our, our creative goals is to be listed amongst those books by, by two other knuckleheads recording <laughs> and uh, wasting their day, you know, and, and the, the ugly truth is this again, it's amazing that Stanley's team was able to be so eloquent. And despite your, your clear and obvious anger i'm gonna leave it at this uh bill maher eat a bag of dicks a whole bag of them fuck yourself uh and and buy a polo or something you look like an idiot in a t-shirt you're a million fuck you <laughs> you know nice. can't always be professional for the ceo of u.s comics john rivera i'm his little brother so i'm allowed to be angry even when he is too i'm the coo charlie rivera and we will see you next comic book day we are out happy turkey day